0: So, speaking of true crime, this uh, movie was based on the true crime of an alien
1: plant
2: attacking
1: <laughs> a small flower
0: shop. A,
2: a
1: scary ass Venus flytrap.
3: Our favorite part of a movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score, where credits get the credit they're due.
1: Oh, you hit the, you hit the button? Uh, yeah, I was trying to trick Ooh. you into uh into more into more stories about my uh my daughter enjoying burps and farts. Yeah. All right, well, I just tell I'll just tell everybody now. She started to laugh at burps and farts, and I am very proud of her. Very proud of her. It only mm. took 15 and a half months. What a great way to start <laughs>
0: a podcast episode. <laughs> Instead, uh, of, instead of an introduction, we get uh,
1: burps and fart stories.
2: Yes, that's
1: the best way to go. I mean, everyone enjoys them. Everyone finds them funny, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 Speaking of funny, I'm Gary Dudak.
0: What does that have to do with funny? I'm hilarious. Okay. So you're skipping introducing the
1: podcast <laughs> oh, straight to yourself. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hey, welcome everybody to Credit Score, the podcast that gives credits the credit they're due. I'm Gary D, and I'm Max Miller. We're gonna get this right. One of these that t- was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty smooth. I'm actually a little bit, uh, a little bit terrified about today's podcast. Why? I, it is. This is scary, man. I don't like scary movies, and this one sounds real scary. What's it called? It is called Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. I haven't seen it, but based on the title, I am terrified. Do you think there's uh, scary stuff that happens in a, a shop that is not large? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, big, th- big scary things happen in this little shop of horrors. And I'm not I'm not sure I'm ready for it, Max. But I'm going to do my best. Yeah, Gary's never seen it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just kidding, everybody. I have seen parts of it. I've seen parts of it, and I know it is a comedy. And I'm excited about it. I liked it. I like Rick Moranis. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like Rick Moranis? <laughs> How can you not? Rick Moranis, he's back, by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a part of the reason we're mm-hmm. doing this big news movie. today. Yeah. Yeah. We just heard, I guess by the time people listen to this, it's not gonna be, be a couple weeks, brand weeks old, new probably. Yeah. yeah. But
1: yeah, he's he signed on after his long retirement. I think he retired in like nineteen ninety four. Uh I think I read an article that it was actually in ninety seven. He did like Little, Little Giants. Little, Little Giants was in ninety four, but then he did another movie or two and like that came out like ninety six. So I think officially he retired or went on hiatus, is what how it was worded, for 18 years uh in '97. And then he kind of came back in like twenty fifteen, started doing some voice work or something, and now he's like back back. Like yeah, for, at least for this. He signed with Disney Plus to do to come back to the Honey I Shrunk the Kids
0: franchise. That's right.
1: And they're gonna do, is it a reboot or it's like his son? Oh, it's his son, right? Yeah. Josh
0: Gad apparently is playing his son. Yeah, yeah he's gonna be Re- reprising his role of Wayne Szalinski, yes, nice. Which, by the way, we've already talked about this. But those
1: credits for those first two movies, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" and "Honey, I Blew, Blew up, the up the Kid,", kid. yep.
0: Are fantastic, so we're going to get to those. What
1: was the straight to DVD one? Honey, I shrunk the kids again, or no, Honey, we shrunk ourselves. I think it was, yeah. And I think
0: that was it.
1: That we'll have to see because I'm also going to float
0: this idea to our buddies over at Franchise Unpacked, their podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where they go through all different franchises. Maybe we can go on there with them and talk. Honey, I shrunk everything. That'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's our pitch to the Franchise Unpacked boys. I like. Yeah, it's out there, guys. Yeah, have us on. Yeah, we're not taking Uh, it out. We're not taking it back. We're not taking it back. Gary will come and burp and fart all over your podcast <laughs> hey, instead, of, instead hey, of mine. I don't <laughs> do that on the on the burping. I usually do. But anyways, anyways. Um, Yes, I'm excited about these credits. It's, it's a Max pick. And Max is way more familiar with the subject matter. Um, I never saw this growing up. I I was vaguely aware of it. And, you know, like maybe in college and afterwards, I knew of it. Um, being, being a student of film that I am. And uh, but now I've, I because you've, you you pitched this a long time ago, I think that this was one of the movies that we were gonna do. But my daughter was looking at a phone, and we she should pick the Muppet movie instead. That's right. So, so we did the
0: Muppet movie. I think that was like thirteen. Yeah, it was a 13, long time ago. And yeah. it was
1: we, we let we let. Gary's – it's on our,
0: our socials if you dig down through, like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Credit Score Podcast, by the way, on Instagram. Nice drop. Yeah, yeah. Parker picking our next movie, and it was, yeah, between yeah. Little Shop and we watching the opening intros credits. Of, we're
1: having her watch the intros of both at the same time, and she reached for the Muppets one. So, we decided to do the Muppet movie instead. So, it's been a long time coming. So, i familiarized myself with this movie a little bit, and uh, these opening credits are fun. Good stuff. And I watched a lot of the scenes from the movie that are famous. Bill Murray as the as the uh, masochist dentist patient and Steve Martin as the as the sadist dentist. Wow, and you did yeah. I, I, I read all that read stuff. Read the Wikipedia yeah, page. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually watched some of the clips too. They're really funny. Really funny stuff. But uh, you, I, I take it you were a huge fan of this.
0: I grew up watching this okay. movie. Well it came out when I was four, so I didn't watch it when I was four. 86. But I definitely yeah. grew up watching it, you know, on VHS.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you want to tell? the kids at home what VHS is uh it's a v-
1: vehicular homicide of sorts I believe okay is that right it's it, no it, no, it, no it, I'm sorry sorry Ron it works for the, the I, I came from a part. true crime podcast I apologize for uh, that your own backyard is that what you're listening to <laughs> no uh, oh that you're, you're hooked on that uh, huh? I'm
0: done yeah. with it you better go listen that okay. Every, everyone listening to this go listen to your own backyard they did not pay us to, to, you're just down with this. it. Yeah.
1: I get, I get roped into several true crime podcasts, but that's not one of them so far. So maybe I'll add that to my list. So speaking of true crime, this, uh,
0: movie was based on the true crime of an alien plant attacking <laughs> a small, uh, flower shop. a, s- a scary ass Venus flytrap. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. No, I grew up, I grew up, uh, watching it. I was in the play,
1: of course. In high you were. school. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you I, play the Rick Moranis character? I did.
0: Wow. Yeah. Which uh, is because I can't really sing, but I still pulled it off. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's but he Awful. can't either, and he's great in this. Good point. So, okay. Good point. So, yeah.
1: It's maybe it maybe fits the character a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it's uh, if you don't know Little Shop of Horrors, it's uh, it was a old movie 60. in the sixties. Yeah. yeah. And it was black and white, like dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a Broadway play or an off Broadway. Off Broadway. Yeah, was
1: made. Based in like on the movie, eighty-two, I think, yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and so it, this is the movie version of that play. Yeah, it became a huge hit in, in the early eighties, and then this this came out in eighty-six around Christmas time, and but but the movie, if I if I if my Wikipedia um, research has done me well, it's actually based in New York City in the sixties, though, like late sixties, maybe. So so that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, or maybe it's yeah. like, Either yeah. way, so it kind of st- sticks with the sixties time, even though it came out in the late eighties or mid eighties. So.
0: I think, that's, I think that's good. I think, and, I think uh, they and, got it. And yeah. the, the big the big um, fun fact from the original movie is that it was Jack Nicholson's first film role. That's believe, right. He, he played, played
1: the Bill Murray character. Right. Yeah. The the masochist yeah. dentist patient who yeah. loves, who goes to the dentist. I think they changed the name. I think it's Arthur Denton is Bill Murray's character. And it was something else when Jack Nicholson did it. But uh, Jack Nicholson? Yeah, that's right. Nicholson. I always mix yeah. up him in the golfer. Jack, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always do that. To the, I, it, my entire life, I'll never get it right. Well, they're pretty much the same name. It, yeah, but Nicholson, Nicholas, I will never... I always have to... I always think I got it wrong, no matter what I say. Even if I say it right, which I just did. So No, you didn't. You just messed it up. No, I said Nicholson, didn't no, I? No, you didn't.
0: Did I not? No, I'm that. Play it. the tape. Just, play just the tape. Play let's, it back. let's roll back. Play that. Where do you think we are? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, so should we get into these opening credits? Oh, we're doing the opening credits. I'm not the sure opening if we, yeah.
0: credits, uh, I want to mention. So we're going to get into these that c- there's kind of like a... A first little portion where we're going to see all the big names, and then there's like a little monologue. Uh,
1: it, yeah. Kinda, it's kinda a, like it's a, a prologue, right? Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's called And a... then it
0: gets into like
1: the song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's all part of the credits, because once the credits start, it goes into the... Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about
0: it.
2: Yeah. We'll
1: get it. And just wanna Don't you everyone, worry, everybody. just want to let everyone know that
0: Biscuit, my dog, is here with us, as always. Being a sweet boy. He Good is, sweet boy. Uh, he's calmed down, mm-hmm. he's relaxing, and he's ready to talk about some... Uh, blood
1: eating plants. Yes. And I just want to point out that I am wearing a sleeveless t shirt. Ah oh, man. It's Nike. It's Nike it just says just do it on it. It's like it's pretty nice it's one of my it's one of my relatively new sleeveless. because the it's a white shirt so I pitted it out pretty quick. So I had to cut those sleeves right off. You, you cut... It <laughs> looks like it came like that. No. Like, purposely. I know. I, I'm a pro at cutting these things now, man. I'm telling you. You want, you want me to cut those things no, off? No, I love my oh, sleeves. Okay, right. I don't want any of my sleeves I off appreciate the compliment. S- stay away. That it looks like it came like this. That's, that's the greatest compliment you've ever given me, Max. I like that.
0: Okay, I've hit play here, and we're seeing the old uh, Geffen pictures logo or geffen company logo
1: yeah i forget what the name of it. a Deffen company release that's yeah
0: yeah so it looks like a sf- kind of like a sphere and it's, it's got it like looks a like the moon carved it into like it the moon yeah yeah and it's like it's like in space which is gonna have to do with this opening sequence here and we start hearing a drum roll come in yes, yes. and
1: Deffen being david Deffen, the right. famous record producer slash business modal Whatever. what the hell else is he he's Billi- a bunch of stuff. billionaire billionaire. Uh, billionaire, yeah yeah
0: probably i think friend to jeffrey epstein oh god are you yeah. serious well i don't know i s- don't <laughs> well every rich
1: person's friends with jeffrey epstein pretty much <laughs> <laughs> every billionaire at least <laughs> <laughs> or was friends with him i guess uh, before he didn't kill himself right let's just get that out there all right should we just talk about that yeah <laughs> let's go into a side <laughs> yeah side podcast all right a deaf and company release let's do this Drum roll. Distributed by Warner Brothers.
0: So, is that like a like a harpsichord? A uh, or an organ? Mean, or or something? organ? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yes, and we see the first kind of credits. Uh, they're like a, a slimy green, almost, or like a neon green. It kind like of reminds s- me of Slimer. Yeah. Yeah, from the Ghostbusters. Or, or a Secret
1: of the Ooze from Turtles 2. Yeah. Either one of those colors, if, yeah. it, if that makes sense. And it said, uh. the Death and Company presents. Right. And we get that joyous, art. you can tell it's a musical style song. It's to me. very,
0: yeah. yeah, it's very like you're sitting in
1: a giant theater mm-hmm. and the conductor just started. And yeah. And you hear those drums and then, I yeah. will say, I don't. I, oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. I was gonna say I don't really understand the space you, theme. It's not space balls or Star Wars, but I forgot that this this plant comes from outer space, right? Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, to, not to get sidetracked, I'm talking about going to the theater and stuff. And do you wear sleeves when you go to the theater?
1: Uh, if I'm with my wife, yes. You go to the theater without your wife? Well, I, I used to have Mondays off a long time ago, so I would go. a movie theater. I mean like like to like a Broadway show Oh,
0: or like a I haven't play. been
1: I've only been to one play in the last 10 years. It was Book of Mormon and yes, I dressed up for that. Or I mean I wore like, you know, a long sleeve shirt probably, a button-up shirt. I listen, I I'm pretty respectable, all right? I'm a pretty respectable guy, have a pretty respectable job, have a loving wife, family. This this sleeveless this, this is just me time, all right? You're <laughs> you're lucky. You're just lucky that you're here. This is this is actually your little shop of horrors. <laughs> this is <yes. laughs> this home office, but it's not mine. I'm feeling great. <laughs> a Frank Oz film.
0: Frank Oz has made a couple appearances on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Mupp- he was in the Muppets, right? actually Muppet yeah. movie. He's uh, best known for doing the voices for Yoda. I've got the whole list. Well, yeah, but he Big uh, uh, Bird, uh, maybe? Uh, no, oh. this is his list. <laughs> uh, Miss Piggy. Oh yeah, Fozzie so Bear. Yes, Animal. Sam the Eagle on Sesame Street he used Cookie Monster, Bert and Grover. Nice. And that was all until
1: 2007 he stopped doing Okay. okay. It, yeah, at some point. And then Yoda's has been one. Yoda, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, but he's also directed a bunch of movies. He's, you know. Now he was not he didn't come back. He didn't uh, come back for Baby Yoda. I don't think. Did Baby Yoda talk? I I, I, I haven't that. seen it yet. Either. Yeah. I don't know. I doubt it though.
3: Maybe I am. <laughs>
1: Do Again, do more, okay. do more.
3: <laughs>
1: Whenever my wife does a hilarious impression, like always ask, sc- I always say, keep going, keep going. She always gets so like flustered and can't do it. It's, it's the hardest
0: thing to try and do again. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah.
1: Uh, sorry, we also are starting to see the beginning of starring Rick Moranis, which we have already talked about. After the uh, Frank, D- so Frank Daws was the director, so he got his credit right away, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Or, or well, did it say just, a Frank Daz a film. film? Yeah, you know. what? Okay, because it's, yeah. it's his. He produced. We'll see it too. him
1: at the end too. Got it. Spoiler alert for the credits. Damn. We're getting that, that very light ooh, from, the, uh, from the singers. Yes. Yeah. I guess I would say they're backup singers, but in this, they're the front singers too. Well, don't spoil it for everyone. Okay. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And we see uh, Ellen Green's credit. She plays
0: Audrey in the movie. She's the love interest. The love interest. She played Audrey in the off-Broadway play.
1: She's the only one from the uh, the play. The only crossover. In the movie. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and beat you to the punch right now because uh-huh. I know you have this in your notes. Okay. She came from the Broadway play because they said she was so good at both, whatever. But they I wanted said that. I know. I know. I'm just repeating <laughs> what you're saying. So you know that's in my notes. I, I, <laughs> no, but they wanted Cindy Lauper to play it in the movie. You but sturdy. she was she was busy and couldn't commit. Blah blah blah. I know you had that in your, in your notes, as you, you always do. <laughs> dirty, sleeveless son of a bitch. <laughs> and I don't even have my notes on me. That's all from my memory. Do you know who else was also rumored to have been offered the role Let's of Audrey? Let's see. Who were the biggest stars at the time? Uh, no, I don't, actually. That was the one I saw Barbara Streisand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which seems
0: like a really weird fit, even in the in Very strange. Yeah. Uh, and Madonna.
1: Okay. I think they made the right choice. I can't. I mean, Madonna's not really known for her comedy chops, is she? Um, she, I mean, she's good in in things like she was good in Dick Tracy. Okay, okay, so was she good in this? she wasn't in this. <laughs> Would she have been good in this? No, I think she could have pulled Okay, Okay, Maybe you're right, maybe you're right. I'm sorry, my I had
0: Barbara Streisand is the one that makes yeah, me that, like, that, feel that like... is
1: weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so uh, that was what's her name? Ellen Green, Ellen she Green plays, yeah, good. she plays Audrey, and now we're seeing Vincent Dardinia's credit as well. He plays Mr. Munchin. Mushnick? Oh, Mush. <laughs> See, this is this is what happens when I don't bring my notes. I lose all the stuff like that. Don't you just
0: just read your notes? <laughs>
1: no, no, I put them down. I forgot already. Close yes. enough. Yes, close enough. Close enough. Yeah, he apparently
0: was also a big uh, acclaimed actor.
1: Yeah, he won an award for something that I never heard of when I looked it up, but I forgot what it was.
0: I got that he was nominated mm. twice mm-hmm. for best supporting actor for Bang the Drum Slowly that was and it. Moonstruck.
1: Bane the drum slowly was a huge movie with like De Niro, right? Yeah, Back baseball movie. Baseball movie, yeah. Somebody yeah. gets sick. So, somebody's pitcher catcher. Someone gets. It's kind of like the uh, the old Gale Sayers and uh, the Bears story. Brian Piccolo. Uh, oh, I don't care about the Bears. Well, you should. They're no, a great team. No, Historic. No. Uh, Brian's song. That's what I'm thinking of. Bane the drum slowly was kind of like the baseball version of Brian's song. Pretty sure. Pretty sure.
0: Uh, your song. By Elton John. Now that's a song. That right is a there. song. Yeah, we'll sing that later. <laughs> Just me and you. Yeah. <laughs> so this role of Mister Mushnick, John Candy was offered the role. You mean Wink from the movie, yeah, right? But yeah. he he wanted a minor role instead. So, so Frank Oz beer. on the mic. So where I have
1: my uh, I have my uh, <laughs> bottle opener on my keys.
0: So Frank Oz <laughs> offered him the role of Wink, who was like the radio DJ,
1: the shot jock, right?
0: Great cameos in this movie. Yeah. There's, that, there's a lot of them. There's, uh, you know, Bill Murray, as we said, John Candy, um, Christopher Guest has a little cameo that's right. in it. Uh, it's, it's just... Guest
1: is one of the first flower shop customers that notices the plant or whatever. He's okay. so good in it. With a special appearance by Steve Martin... And uh, the the background, oh, so it's starting to get a little more emotional. Yeah. I and like this, it.
0: The space background, it's starting to get like some like... You're seeing some of, like, orbs. Yeah, or like cl- clouds or like Some celestial or, beings, or, I don't yeah. Know, I don't know science. It's
1: like those colorful little like Aurora Borealis type, uh,
0: yeah, the, clouds The longer is. we try to describe <laughs> it, the stupider <laughs> <laughs> when it to sound. So let's just move totally. on.
1: You know, it's like the Haley bop and all that stuff. Oh, you know? yeah.
0: My, my favorite, the Haley bop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the best. <laughs> That's so good. Best part. <laughs> so that was a male voice there, yeah, right? Yeah. Doop doop, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But as that, as you hear that, we see the introducing um, the three women who sing throughout the movie: uh, Tashina Arnold, who plays Crystal. Yes. Tisha Campbell as Chiffon. Is that how, or is it mm-hmm. okay? And Michelle Wheats as Renette. Now, those two names on top may sound familiar to you because both actresses went on to star on Martin they TV sure show did, yeah
0: which we should do those credits cuz they're great
1: Martin. yeah Ma- I was just talking to my wife about Martin earlier cuz I, I was researching for this and she was like did you like do you know who who is Shane and I had to, like I had to like explain all the characters on Martin to her she'd never really seen it so pretty funny
0: was she not a it's it was, it was like a phenomenon when that yeah, show was she, on
1: yeah she she wasn't I was like you don't remember damn Gina and she was like yeah I guess I heard the catchphrase. and I was just like <laughs>
0: Bad boys for life.
1: Yeah, well, she knows that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's different. Well,
0: at least she's not totally
1: clueless, yeah. Sarah. So, anyway, so yeah, so two of the three women uh, went on to be on Martin and become pretty successful actresses, and Michelle Wheats, I don't believe, did.
0: I looked up her IMDb, and it's kind of depressing. Yeah, especially after the two others were series yes, regulars on a hit TV exactly. show shortly after.
1: But you know, maybe she played Renette and went on to do things, and she's very happy. I don't know. But so these three, who we're
0: going to get very familiar with in in these credits uh gary just took a swig of his beer and made
1: the weird it was like look. insanely warm it's weird because it's were just hold, cradling it in your pelvis i i know no but like it was insanely warm that first drink hmm. he's going in for another i think it was just the foam on top it was just weird very strange
0: so these three girls we're going to be getting really familiar with because yeah. they're pretty much the entirety of these credits uh, they're all named after '50s, it's and '60s girl groups.
1: Oh, okay. So like the Ronettes, that made the sense. Chiffons, and the Crystals. Oh, I did not know that, but that makes perfect sense, and it's very obvious. I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta say it every episode, pretty much.
0: Did that start in our Family Guy episode? I,
1: probably. Yeah. Okay. Or thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. It always, it always comes back. It's, it's one of the best lines ever.
3: On the 23rd day of the month of September, in an early year of a
0: decade not too long before our own, before he finishes, perfect. Yes,
2: d- yeah, d- I want d- to the start I, I got take, some questions for you.
0: Okay, first of all, we see as he's saying this, we see these words scrolling, um, Star Wars style. Yes, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty much a Star Wars parody, yeah, um,
1: but not like Spaceballs, though. Which is definitely a parody, right? It's not like
0: it's not like (laughs) scrolling like back into the
1: yeah. It's just going up the stream, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and the voice who is the voice? Is it is it the Alan guy?
0: No, it's a man named Stan Jones. Okay, uh, which is pretty much what every man's name was <laughs> yeah. in probably the sixties. It sounds about right. And he also, it's done voices on Transformers cartoon ah. in the eighties. He's okay. a big voice actor, okay. I
1: guess. Okay. Is there any significance to the 23rd day of the month of September in the movie? Uh, Cause that, I, having not seen it, I was like, maybe that's a big thing. Like there was what's a, what's the
0: earth, wind and fire song.
1: I remember 21st. Mm, oh, 20- so it's different. different yeah. Oh, okay. But maybe, maybe, and it's not like the first day of fall is September 21st, right, I believe? So it's not like the equinox or anything or whatever. I just didn't know if it was. If anybody knows out there, if there is a significance to September 23rd in Little Shop of Horrors, let me know. Hit me up at creditstorepodcast at gmail.com. Max will go ahead and forward it to me because he doesn't let me have the password. And and let me know.
0: I just know you would... Reply <laughs> obscene things to our lovely fans. No, no, out. no, yes. no, no,
1: absolutely not. No, I would never do that. All right, so he's you offer them
0: some of your warm
1: crotch beer <laughs> <laughs> that I would do, of course. So you can hear in the background the ooze, but you're also hearing a guy's voice like, Duh. Duh. but Duh. is there, are there ever Duh. any do are there ever any male singers in the movie or is it just the three chicks
0: that uh, like that show in up? Their, no, no, okay, not like that, Got okay they're about sub- we'll get to that yeah
1: I just that was my question
0: okay let's finish this narration okay
3: the human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence and this terrifying enemy surfaced as such enemies often do in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places
0: okay as this thing is scrolling the uh are we calling it Aurora borealis
1: uh just the space background okay that sounds
0: better yeah the space background is becoming even more murkier
1: yep and and it's it's changing to the point where it looks like something completely different almost like a uh i don't know uh oil painting or something right yeah but we realize what it is right here So we what get did it become, Max?
0: It turned into a filthy puddle in the middle of the street that someone dropped an empty bottle of booze into. Yeah,
1: probably a forty, a forty ouncer. It's a brown bag. It looks like a an old bottle of Mickey's or something.
0: Yeah, if this was like this is the beginning to a movie musical, but this could probably be the beginning to your autobiography. <laughs>
1: I was just gonna ask you, have you ever had Mickey's? Did you ever <laughs> in drink college I drank oh, some Mickey's God, those are so gross? I think I did I think I did Edwards yeah, Mickey's. Yeah, we've talked <laughs> about Edward Forty hands before, and Mickey's was definitely one of the the culprits or the Colt 45 or whatever. All right, so the piano and the piano kicks up right there. Yeah. So now, now we're nowhere in for some fun here. Right. No, so we,
0: we see uh a, this is like Bum, I believe, who probably dropped that bottle, is staggering across a street.
1: Yep. There's a uh, there's a lot of bums or like vagrant, dirty looking people in this in these opening credits. Yeah, Not it's a lot, to but there's be a, Skid Row. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They call it Skid Row.
0: There's a song called Skid Row. Now,
1: do they base that on like the Skid Row that we know of here in L.A. or is it just was that like a common term in the '80s? I, I didn't really know that.
0: I don't. I know about as much about the naming of Skid Row and where
1: it is as I do about space. Okay, <laughs> uh, terminology or the band Skid Row as well. Right. Okay, all right. All right, so we're in the we're in a dirty, filthy street in a bad part of town in New York in the '60s.
3: I'm
1: gonna nice. stop it
0: there. So it pans up, and we see this little,
1: disgusting, dirty flower shop mm-hmm. on the corner of a. It looks like there's like cinder blocks on the sidewalk like, a, yeah, like, the like
2: potholes
0: like uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah it looks like
1: it's completely destroyed
0: and the as those vocals come in and sing little shop little shop of horrors the title graphic pops up too and says little shop of horrors uh little shop is in yellow of is kind of in like a blue and horrors is meant to like look like dripping blood
1: yeah it, it's the primary colors actually if you look at it you know the blue is a little light but it's the three primary colors yeah very nice. Good observation. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question. Yeah, the three women mm-hmm. that are the uh, the the backup singers who accompany the entire movie—they're known as like, the Greek chorus. I read.
0: Yeah. So the Greek, yeah, a Greek chorus is kind of like uh, an omniscient narrator. Okay. That's uh, often often they sing. You know what? There were uh, we did the Robin Hood episode a few weeks back. Yes, when yes. Alan a the Rooster. That's right. Okay, he's kind of Greek chorus. Oh, okay, like okay, he's this narrator who sings and tells the story, but isn't really like present. Isn't and, there? And
1: one thing I looked up, they're singing too, right? That really is their voices. Those yeah. three. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean I they're
0: make, probably lip syncing in this. Yeah, of course, but, 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 but they're lip syncing in their own voices. Yes, okay, that's yes. what I thought.
1: Just making sure. Just making sure I didn't have to call them hacks or liars or anything like that. I don't have.
3: It. <laughs>
0: Okay, so as it starts going into the next chorus, which is or the next verse, which is pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> as the I'll, I'll read. I got
1: the lyrics. here. Okay, just perfect. Because I do
0: have some lyrics questions as we move forward. Yeah.
1: It's basically little shop, little shop of horrors, little shop, little shop of terror. Call a cop, little shop of horrors, and then they do a lot of no, oh, 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 and then this next is this is pretty much the same thing, but instead of instead of repeating little shop, they say pop, shabop. Little chap watch them drop. Okay, that's enough of that. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're gonna let, know, I'll keep going. No, 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 no. We're going to let the girls do it. No, oh, oh,
0: oh. And we see a pink, like, a Cadillac? Pink, yeah, probably like, an
1: old school pink. T- I think it was a Cadillac. So or,
0: we kind of, like, know what, like we said, we know what I era I do not know is.
1: shit about cars, but I know you it's... You know it's an older yeah.
0: 50s, 60s Definitely w- the 60s,
1: because in that opening uh, monologue or prologue or whatever, he says, in a decade before this decade, not, you know, of now... And I looked it up, and it's the '60s. So
0: I'm pretty sure those weren't exact words.
1: <laughs> Definitely didn't nail it. Uh, and <laughs> so the camera's panning left. We're starting to see a silhouette uh, of the three women in the alley, like a shadow. And we see on the screen, based on the musical stage play, book and lyrics by Howard Ashman, music by Alan Menken. Who we know those names. Yes, they're, they're Two of the most famous
0: musical writers i would say yeah from our childhoods for sure definitely they were responsible for pretty much the disney renaissance the the big one was the ariel song in Uh, in little mermaid little mermaid was the first one they did that's right and they also did uh beauty and the beast
3: beauty and And the beast
0: uh, sad, sad uh howard ashman passed away oh When they were when they were in the process of doing Aladdin, so we didn't get to see Aladdin be completed. But then Alan Menken went on and did you know more Disney movies uh, without him. And but the thing I'm most excited about, Alan Menken wrote the music to the musical version of Oh God, Sister
1: Act. Yeah, baby, two or just the first one? Just the first one. But that means Sister Act two, back in the habit of musical is coming. Oh no,
0: listeners sister Act 2 back in the habit and credits are coming let don't me you t- worry. let me tell you listeners don't I you have worry. been
1: I have been trying my darndest to keep these at bay and I just can't do it any longer I don't think can't. I'm so excited I can't do it I'm
0: so excited there it's it's coming uh he's also mankins has 11 Grammys a Tony and the se- he's the second most uh he's won the second most Oscars in a music category right? oh wow that's awesome yeah
1: Good job for the
0: mainster. So let's see these girls come out of this alley here. Yes. Okay. All
3: right. What I happened? like when they
1: do the note when they do the no o oh, o oh, o's. Oh, they do like kind of do their uh, uh, jive hands or whatever is that what that's called? Like
0: oh, like the hand jive. Hand jive. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, Not yeah. jive hands. Yeah. Hand
1: jive. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wearing these like. Light blue. What kind of dresses do you call these? I don't know what they're called. I- I'm not good with fashion, but there's a name for them. They look like...
0: Uh, they're kind of puffy. Yeah, but they look like kind of the dresses that uh, a girl group would wear. Yeah, and, that, and the, know, it's on, true. Yeah, yeah in that era.
1: Like, and they're strapless. Uh, and they're wearing... They got bows in their hair. And we see uh, casting by Marjorie Simpkin. Marjorie Simpkin is a big casting director. Oh. She's casted movies. Like, well, she's probably... Th- I guess
0: the biggest one is she did the... She's doing the entire Avatar franchise. Really? Yeah. Damn. So she's been at it for a while. Yeah, Holy these, shit. these are some other. I mean, this is
1: '86. This is a long ass time ago. Well,
0: these are some other movies she's cast. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, Twelve Monkeys, Field of Dreams, Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop, and there's just a few that I've got. It. She is so uh,
1: late '80s, '90s. Big. She's some, a machine. Yeah, that's, that's pretty
0: big. You're doing you're doing a lot of good work out there, Marjorie Simkin. Wow. Except for uh the next few Avatar sequels. Hey, you never know, you never if, they know. Ever, if they ever come.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, right before we saw her name and the limit come out a lady in, um, in uh, with an umbrella walked by right like a kind of a okay
0: there's a storm coming Gary
1: that's right it's spoiler alert that's right and we can see the window of the flower shop which they're walking toward
3: sing-a-ling, sing-a-ling.
1: All right, what happened there, Gary? They did shing-a-ling, ding, shingaling." What a thing to be happening! And then they it kind of cut away to an individual shot of each one of them as they yell, "Look out!" Ah! Yeah, it was like a bunch of
0: quick, quick, yeah, cuts, quick cuts, cuts. As they said, "Look out!" And
1: they like kind of put their hands up like ah! And then now it cut away, and they're all together putting their hands up, saying, "Look!" It's 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 a it's a, a warning. It's a, it's it's a warning for the rest of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's. I read the the, the music's supposed to be really upbeat, and the lyrics are supposed to be kind of dark. Mm-hmm, Hmm um and That's fits f- and frank oz said that these girls make the film
1: yeah i could see that because they, they pop up all the time i know i watched the uh, the dentist song mm-hmm. on youtube and they were in there yeah they're out there yeah they're in pretty much Throughout.
0: everything and i was watching the making of this this movie and frank oz said that the three girls add style to the picture they're the ones who really allow you to make it a stylish movie Without the girls, it would be a story. With the girls, it's a story with style. Okay, all right. So I think style is what they bring. Yeah, to, I, I think I I think,
1: I think I think I'm picking up what French laying down. Do you there. think he said that in Yoda's voice? <laughs> style they bring. Oh yes, <laughs> style
0: they bring. with no style.
1: We're like story. Uh, this is. I, I'm
0: sounding more like Kermit. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> like we're like Holly and Michael in the office. Mm. We're both really bad at it, and we're not doing it right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're also in love with each yeah, other. Oh my, no, no, cut that! Please, God, cut that out. <laughs> cut that part out. Uh, it, it really is a unique concept, though, to have these girls doing this. I may, or maybe it came from the musical. I don't know, but yeah, it's, ha- these, these okay, characters from okay. the musical. But yeah. for a movie, like to, to see these like throughout, kind of like separate of what the action that's actually happening is pretty funny. They're great, and they're like their outfits change, kind of have to do with the style of song oh, they're singing, okay. or
0: like what's going on in the sh- in the movie too. Yeah. It's it's great.
1: And, and can I say, total babes. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll allow it. Okay, good. Okay. That's why I asked. Like,
3: shine, shine. Coming, dang, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. So costumes designed by Merritt Allen just flashed on the screen. Also a big credit because she's done... I think it's a she. Merit? Mm, mm. Could be a guy. I actually I don't, don't know. know. I'll, I'll look that up on the side while you okay. list off your fun facts. Um,
0: did the costumes for Mrs. Doubtfire, The Witches, Brokeback Mountain, Eyes Wide Shut... Dirty, Rotten Scoundrels. Lots of big movies.
1: That is a lot of big movies. Um, Marin Allen is a woman. Okay. Yeah. All right. English fashion journalist and costume designer. Wow. And may I say, total babe. (laughs) 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 Not lying. Not lying.
0: Gary, too much uh, From the pictures I
1: just saw. Let me just go to Google Images real quick. Too much warm crotch beer. Oh,
0: yeah. So, the lyrics there... Do you have the lyrics pulled up again? Uh, I do. Can you read what they just said? Uh, after the shing a dings? Should I, should I play it again real quick and then you tell me what they no, said? No, no. It's,
1: it's uh, Shing-a-ling, what a creepy thing to be happening. Shang feel the sturm. I think it's supposed to be sturm, maybe? And drang in the air? Yes. So okay. I, this was the first time I, like, I, I
0: grew up singing this song and I don't think I ever knew that they said Sturm und Drang. I don't yeah. know what I thought it was. It's its but almost like r- I've, never heard, her, that. I've yeah. never heard that saying. Have you? No, I've never heard that at so all. So I looked it up because I was like, what the fuck is Sturm und Drang? And why have I not known yeah. those with the lyrics? So Sturm und Drang comes from, it's German, Sturm und Drang. Okay. And it literally means sturm and, storm and stress. Huh. But now, like, yeah. more modern times, it just means, like, turmoil. Okay.
1: Got it. Got it. Trouble. Trouble ahead. I. Learn something. <laughs> I always thought Sturm was Storm. And that Dodge later. Pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> air, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Shot- what did we just see there? It's very important, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> I'm Honestly, very excited. There
1: was a super quick shot. Don't go back because you'll ruin it. You did. You ruined it. Of a black cat in the street that looks up terrified. Just hanging it's, out in the alley? It's in the alley. It's next to like, like what I was talking about earlier, like the rubble of the street, like this shitty street. It's next to a drain. It looks up kind of scared. And obviously, black cats represent as well, you know, bad luck or fortune or, or omens or whatever. So as
0: as we're going through these credits, did you see a credit for the voice of the plant at all? Because I don't think it's in here. No. It must no. be at the end of the movie.
1: It must be. And but well, we should mention it because it I don't think it does come up now that you think of now that you it mention doesn't. it. Yeah. So
0: so The Voice of the Plant of Audrey Two. Audrey Two, named is, after Audrey,
1: the love interest. Yeah. Is uh Levi something? I forgot what it was. Levi now. Stubbs. Levi Stubbs, that's it. Who's the lead singer from the Four Tops? The four Tops. Which can you name a couple four top songs? Um What's uh Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. That yeah, that's four tops. And uh, hmm. I can't help myself. Sa- or the same no, two? No, that's not. Yeah, no, that's Oh, that's them. the same record. Right- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same old song. Right. And what's their biggest one? I guess that's their biggest I think I named both of them. Yeah. Anyways, they had a bunch of hits. but And you recognize them as soon as you hear them. Probably mix them up with The Temptations or whatever. But yeah, he was huge. He was huge. He was from Detroit, Motown, and all that stuff. And I think he was nominated for one of the songs in this movie, right? For an Oscar. Pretty sure he was. was.
0: He was. Uh, so before we jump to that, I want to mention that there was a big actor considered for (laughs) this role Mm, as well. Let me think. Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Yeah. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get bigger in the 80s than Eddie Murphy, right? Uh, so I'm sure he was considered, he was like, no, I I could I have my pick and I could pick any movie I want to do right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Especially in '86, right? That was yeah. Post Beverly Hills Cop. I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. He was.
1: I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Post Wait. Coming to America. Uh, maybe Beverly Hills Cop was '88. Maybe I thought. No, Am I no, wrong I about like that? It's before maybe I'm. I feel like it's before. Well, I'm do I'm, a little. little yeah, will do. Here. I'll do a quick search here. I'll do a quick search. Coming to America was '88, so maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you're right. Beverly Hills Top was 84. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. But, but,
0: but post-Beverly Hills Cop, Betty Murphy is like... Of pinnacle, course, yeah. Right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That yep. movie was, show.
1: was huge.
0: But yes, he performed uh, one of the songs that was written for the movie specifically. Is yes, uh, not in the play at the Oscars that year. Bad Mother it's, from Outer Space or it's something? It's called Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. It mean was nominated Green. for Best Song. And do you know what other songs were nominated that year?
1: <sighs> there was something from Top Gun, but I don't know what it was. Take My Breath Away ah. won that year. Okay.
0: Got it glory of love from karate kid 2. okay <laughs> somewhere out there oh yeah i thought that won for some reason yeah when that, I think that back, seems
1: like a winner to me
0: and something called life in a looking glass from that's life
1: you know what? i don't know what that is but maybe maybe somewhere out there won the grammy because they they also had that too like from oh you're right yeah yeah,
0: yeah it had to have won something yeah great it, 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 song it,
1: it, fucking great oh. i love american tail and i love Fivel. Um, i had a 5 doll growing this up this was also my best first... friend who's my best friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> still is <laughs> The only. <laughs> Sorry. This, the <laughs> this was the first what? This was the first. That was the first song that uh, nominated for an Oscar that had profanity. in it.
1: That's right. They had. A, they had to tweak it a little bit before uh,
0: Eight Mile. Long before. Uh,
1: and and Spaghetti. And I also read a weird thing. It's the only movie ever nominated for an Oscar where the villain sings it until South Park. Blame, oh, like Blame Canada, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, or like a villainous character, like a bad character. Like all the songs that are nominated are always like the the protagonist or the hero or whatever. It's weird because those are like musicals. And so
0: it's interesting to have like a musical where there's a character that sings a song. Yeah. like Take My Breath Away, where it's just a it's song over a movie. It's just a song, totally, it's, yeah. They should be different categories, I feel like.
1: I agree, I
0: agree. But I want to take a quick, a little listen to Levi Stubbs singing at the uh, Academy Awards. Nice. I guess it's great. Can you tell
1: the folks at home what Levi Stubbs is wearing? Uh, He's he's wearing a sequined, uh, pinkish-purple... Suit, it's great, it's awesome. It's very, and he's got a lot of energy and smile on his face. And and the giant plant, Audrey, too, is the in plants. the background. Yeah, it's it, this would have really spiced up the Oscars this year, actually. I, I would have loved to have had something the, this, like this. He
0: should do this every year at the yeah. Oscars, don't you think? I agree. I totally. mean, if they let Eminem perform this year, they
1: should let they should do Mean Dream Mother from Outer Space every single year,
0: yeah, and bring out that plant.
1: That's <laughs> fantastic. That
0: plant, by the way, in this movie. You got to watch this full thing. I do. It, I, I want to. I watched it yeah. recently, not this week, but recently, yeah. and it holds up. Yeah. And the because the effects are so, are practical. It's all puppets. Yeah. Stuff, they
1: had to use like sixty people to it, run it the plant. It just holds
0: up. It doesn't look like shitty, like old CGI looks. Like when you go yeah. back and watch it, it's it's great. That's and, that's awesome. But apparently, they had to use an insane amount of puppeteers yeah. for this plant because obviously the plant got bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I think on the, <laughs> the final twelve one, foot, biggest they said, one, yeah, there were like. 55 puppeteers operating
1: it. And Jim Henson's son was one of them, I read, too. Oh, really? Yeah, Jim Henson. Brian a, Henson, huh? Yep, oh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. We are full of knowledge. Tonight. Man, we, I love this shit. All right, let's go back to these credits. Hopefully, you guys do, too. You talking to me and Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> talking to our, our uh, legion of fans out there. All right, back to the cat. Back to the cat, for Christ's sake. The kitty is in the street, the girls are still singing, and the girls are about to jump from the street To a balcony. I'm just going to do a little little, uh, preview here. Or jump ahead a second or two. See? And we see Audrey 2 designed and created by Lyle Conway. And the girl said, stop it where you are, don't you move a thing. But in their better voices.
0: And as you said, they're up in like the fire escape. Yep. So Lyle Conway has previously worked with Frank Oz on The Dark Crystal and The Great Muppet Caper. Wow! So that's where uh, Frank Oz was like, "I need someone to create this giant plant, po- Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah, and I need the guy who made what are the Dark Crystal creatures called?
1: I can't. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what that is. What's it's, the Dark Crystal?
0: It's a movie that all, all was Fred people Savage love, in that. Was, oh no, no, it's somebody else. No, it's it's like it's like a creature movie. Oh, okay, yeah. I I I can't think
1: of that one. You know, I I told you this before. I've mentioned they, this. They were like, the Skeksis. There was like,
0: the one fuck? of the creatures was a Skeksis. Freaking me out. There was like a weird
1: narration <laughs> over it. I hated it as a kid. There's, there's a lot of 80s movies that I just did not see, including this one. I, I've mentioned this before. I just, I don't know why. I just have a big blind spot of 80s movies. Listen,
0: get, to have a, a nice little quiet night. That sounds nice. Uh, s- grab Sarah. Sounds great. Um, grab your daughter Parker. No. She, no? She needs to go to bed. If it's late,
1: she would love this movie. Too uh, maybe,
0: she maybe she would. she would dance to some of this stuff. I don't
1: know. She's she's a real uh, she's real fickle. She'll be like, put it on Bubble Guppies, she, and she demands it. She says, Bubble, yeah. put it on. She watches for ten seconds, and then she's do, off doing her uh, something else. What if she was like
3: more Levi Stubbs, Daddy?
1: <laughs> That'd be great. If, if this movie could actually hold her attention, I would be I would be so happy with that. But I, did I have, sound like her? Uh, no, not at all. Uh-oh. I didn't like it one bit. <laughs> Did I sound like Yoda? No, not at
3: all. Levi Stubbs more, leave, please. <laughs> Levi Stubbs
1: him. Please, Levi Stubbs more.
3: <laughs> oh, the two worst Yoda oh, impressions
1: my. of all time. This is great. Get
0: okay, so the camera. really jumped. like that. The camera cuts to uh, from behind their heads now that we're all yeah. looking down again at
1: the, it's the Mr. flare flower, yeah. flower shop. And they're singing. Uh, they're you saying, betta. "You better, you better." I forget. I already forgot. Tell, your, T- you tell your mama that something's gonna get her.
0: Yeah, and they they're kind of like pointing at the shop, and then pointing at everyone kind of on the ground. And
1: so yeah, some you can see some people walk by, some transients walk by the uh, the flower shop as well. These girls but, are
0: amazing in this movie. Yeah, like they, they go all
1: out. Yeah, it's awesome. And you can <laughs> see why Martin picked them. <laughs> Everybody better beware. And we saw the special visual effect. Uh, I missed the name. Brian something. The name is Bran- Brian. Was
0: yeah. It Brian? Yeah. Brian Farron. And I looked him up and he has the most insane Wikipedia description I've ever read. What? Just because this is what he's listed as. Okay. I, I'm i like, I don't know how you get this many. <laughs> okay. He's an American technologist and artist, an architectural designer, vehicle designer, engineer, lighting and sound
1: designer, visual effects artist, scientist, lecturer, photographer, entrepreneur, and a prolific inventor. What the hell? I've never seen that many job descriptions on Wikipedia. You usually get like four tops. This is you know? why there
0: aren't enough jobs in
1: America. He's got them all. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He's a, and he's like the the person that would least expect that from. I didn't even like notice his credit. Really, I've so. never seen that on. it. That's nuts. We
0: do. We go to a lot of Wikipedia profiles. I, I want to look. This. I want to
1: do a deep dive into him later on. Well, that's not wrong. Him, like that's you, not a way <laughs> wrong. But I'm, I want to look into him more. I want to inspect him. Wait, no, this is getting worse. This is getting worse. Try again. I take it back. <laughs> Research.
0: I want to tongue kiss him. <laughs> 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 no, that's not what I meant. It, that's either all true or he no one else is looking at his Wikipedia page and he just keeps adding yeah, yeah.
1: stuff <laughs> to it, right? Everyone's all right, it sounds about right. What technolo- technologist? All right, sure, whatever. Prolific inventor, I guess. Yeah, I mean what what is the criteria to be labeled a prolific inventor? <sighs> Invent three things, maybe? Maybe he invented fidget spinners, maybe. If he's if he's still alive.
0: Maybe. Or would, this might have been earlier. What would he have what he have I'm just creators? saying that
1: because prolific inventor was listed last. Do you think so he maybe, made uh the Simon, maybe he the maybe, game, maybe you know, the yeah, color light game, or maybe uh a stretch light yeah, glowworms, all those things. Tabby textiles, toy, only toys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so special the do out girls. Okay, the rain's coming down now. We saw film editor John Jimson, production designed by Roy Walker
0: okay yeah and so the rain starts to pour yep it pans from the girls from on, the balcony the, the rain- balcony yep uh everyone's running around uh trying to get out of the rain we see like a poor little dog running down the street trying to get out of the rain mm-hmm. and uh, another
1: old classic car by yeah. itself
0: and we hear the uh, piano picking up dun, there dun, dun,
1: dun. yep uh, you see it guy with the newspaper over his head um this is just such a such a a like grimy, gray, gritty street, too. Yeah. Just Very
0: miserable and dreary. Not and easy on the eyes. So, before we get to this next part, I want to point out that this song was extended from the stage version mm. of the musical to allow more time for the credits. Oh, you okay. Know, you know, it's Yeah, you got to show it. all the credits. So, this
1: part we're about to get into um, was
0: added into the middle of the song so that's where it, it ends on long. the
1: play right there pretty much you better be way it no, made there's, sense there's
0: still a little bit more oh, okay they just they just put something kind of in the middle like, Got put like a little like bridge okay. i guess oh, come,
1: Okay, so this that? part the oh here it comes baby yeah ho-
0: oh here it comes baby
1: so robert paintner bsc is the director of photography and they're they're saying oh here it comes baby
0: yeah. here it comes baby. And now they're they're on the street, they're kind of dancing in the rain.
1: But they're not getting wet though, it doesn't look like so I'm not sure if they're under an awning or if they're just like they're goddesses, so they have special powers. That's
0: what that's what Frank Oz I think said. Okay, he got purposely it. had them stay dry in this entire sequence. Okay, like that's cool. Kind of they're like like we said, they're like they're there, but not really. Got so it. So that's why he has them all like not get wet.
1: Got it. It makes sense. So we heard here it comes baby, mm-hmm. and I have Oh, here it comes, baby. Oh, here
0: it comes, baby. Let's yeah. listen to this next line.
1: Okay. Tell the world, baby. No. Oh, no. I thought here it was. Here it comes, baby.
0: Tell the bums, baby. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Is that an awful lyric? Are you sure? I'm
1: positive. Well, I looked it up. Tell the bums, baby. Well, I mean, I
0: mean there, they're on a street with bums. There are a lot of bums. I get it. Look. They this had, is eighty six. They had to extend this song, right? Yeah. Alan Menken and Howard Ashman had already written all the music. This thing, yeah. Maybe at this point they're like, oh, let's just get this freaking yeah. extra few. He, oh, Frank Oz, you know, like, he's like, he's telling me in the
1: Yoda voice that I got this um, <laughs> more more song I need. <laughs> <laughs> and they're
2: and,
0: like, okay, just do anything. And they're
1: like, well, well, we just said beware, so here it comes. What rhymes with comes? Uh, bums. And like, yeah. yeah, I guess it made sense. Oh, good, good version for a song. <laughs> Bums must beware. Bums beware they must. Is, uh, any, is anybody listening to this anymore? I, 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 hope, I hope not. <laughs> uh original motion picture score by Miles Goodman. It just flashed on the screen too. Yeah. I thought it was uh, tell the world, baby. That's that's crazy. Tell the bum, but it makes more sense. Well, I think yeah. there is another part where they say tell okay, the world, baby. Got it. Yeah.
0: Um so Michael Goodman, who scored this uh movie, also scored Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. What about Bob and House Sitter? Okay, and this he was nominated for a Golden Globe for best original ah, score. Ah,
1: I love it, but he didn't win. Didn't win the I, globe.
0: I, I don't think it won first score. So. so, we've mentioned Frank Oz. Obviously, we're going to get to his final credit. But do you uh, know some of the other directors that were considered that? I movie for this forward? for this movie? No, I don't. Okay, no. Well,
1: Martin Scorsese.
0: Are you being serious? I'm just guessing. Yeah, because he was the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest directors. <laughs> Originally supposed to direct. Are you
1: kidding me? Yeah, it was Steven insane.
0: Spielberg executive producing. Okay, that okay. Fell through. Also, John Landis.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense too.
0: But I guess they didn't want anyone to get killed while it was being shot. Oh
1: my goodness! All right, we can't bring that up. Uh, no,
0: we can. I yeah, think, I think people should talk about it more.
1: That that a person died on making one of his films because of. Uh, he,
0: child labor laws yeah, he
1: wasn't yeah. following them. Yeah, he was he was irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean do we want to talk about never mind. let's uh, let's 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 get away from the Landis family, shall we?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> as far away as possible. Far,
1: far away. No <laughs> Okay, they, so they just did a really sexy little uh, choreographed like walk and turn there. Yeah.
0: So now they're walking across the street towards the flower shop. Uh, they're kind of like walking through the puddles in the what street. What did they say
1: there? I couldn't really understand them. Hit the dirt,
2: baby. Okay, hit the dirt. Oh, baby. hit the dirt, baby. Okay. I and don't we, know what the next line is. And we see
1: music produced by Bob Guadio. Guadio. Or Gaudio, I guess it's Gaudio, not Guadio. It's G A U D I O, so it's Gaudio. Let's call him Bob. <laughs>
0: We see lyrics by Howard Ashman yep. followed by music by Alan Menken,
1: and we're getting some more like sexy looks from these ladies as they're doing some choreographed dancing. Do you think head- they're
0: all sexy looks? Do you think every time a girl's looking at you, it's sexy? No,
1: <laughs> but they are. These ladies—they're they're these ladies. just looking lovely. That's all. Uh, music by Alan Menken. I mean, come on, Tisha Campbell. She's she's pretty hot. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But and she's really selling the sexy looks. I mean, she's looking right at me right now. Okay, I'm gonna hit play.
0: <laughs> so this time, when they get to the lookouts, they have a reason to be saying "lookout" because
1: a car drives by and, and almost hits them. Yeah, yeah.
0: bitch. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Why? Why did you swear? <laughs> oh my god, no more drinking for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was hilarious. Normally, I
0: would edit that, but that's staying in. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't even know where that <laughs> okay, came from. Okay, okay, bitch. That, that,
1: I, I don't know what's going. What happens here after after I leave? You start dropping the b word. Oh
0: my god! I'm like, just like all this anger <laughs> is built up towards you. It just came out.
1: I had no- bitch, look out! Oh my god, that was funny.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what I was gonna say. I don't, I don't either.
1: <laughs> it was like you get really angry. <laughs> Go back just a couple seconds because I want to see okay, that
2: okay, party. Maybe I remember that,
3: what I was gonna say. That party did, yeah.
0: So they cross uh, th- past like all the windows. We're, we're now we're now inside the flower shop. Yeah, looking is, out of looking the windows, out, and the girls are crossing through all the windows. They stop in a smaller window at the end there, and like I
1: look in. They do like a lean, like a cheerleader lean, kind yeah. of, and like look in together and say yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to now we're we're.
0: In the shop near Mister Mushnick, who's reading the Skid Row Herald uh-huh. newspaper, and it says
1: "Unexpected Total Eclipse: End of the World." Pretty, pretty impressive for Skid Row to have its own newspaper. Like, yeah. you think that they isn't
0: it just like a small like sh- yeah, street, it's not a town, right? I, it's I think like it's a just whole... a
1: strip, right? So yeah. So that, how much news can they have? Exactly. But anyway, Skid Row Herald, unexpected black. Cat licks concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming that this total eclipse has something to do with the yes. the plant. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it.
0: you learned that in the song Dadoo
1: Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. And an unexpected total eclipse too. So NASA wasn't, I guess, maybe doing their thing yet in the sixties. Or any astrologers. Is that
0: when they were like in their prime? Oh yeah. Is that like when all the big <laughs> yeah, stuff was happening?
1: That's true. Period? Or astrologers and stuff. How would it be unexpected?
0: An I guess that, total eclipse. It just. I
1: guess that's for the aliens. That's why that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go on. Look
3: look, down, down the All right.
1: Look around. Something's coming down from the street from, for you. Yes. And the, the
0: girls are now in the flower shop, and they're dancing kind of behind Mister Mushnick, who doesn't react to them because he's not supposed to see them. Yeah. But I just remembered when I said bitch earlier on accident. Uh-huh. I was gonna say. The car almost hits them, but did it almost hit them? Really, if they are not really there? That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, he didn't see them. The he car, did, but they, but didn't maybe see them.
1: they almost did get hit, and he wouldn't have known. But is
0: that like a, a like a ghost Patrick Swayze scenario? Yeah. where they just go through he, them anyway. Yeah, probably go but
1: through them. Still, yeah. But
0: why are they so upset
1: then? Well, they were saying, "Look out with the music," and they so, just kind of like reacting to the car. Okay, yeah. all right. Anyway, that's, good point. That's good point. what I wanted to talk about that's, when I unexpected bitch what the fuck (laughs) the fuck there's a there's a contradiction here with the (laughs) storyline bitch i hope (laughs) i hope you're listening to this with your small children at home (laughs) everyone oh they've tuned out many yoda voice impressions ago many (laughs) many
0: they're like they're singing and dancing pretty much to Mr. Mushnik and pointing at him. Yeah, who is just reading the newspaper bored you as betcha, hell. You betcha, you betcha, but you bet and you see screenplay by Howard Ashman, mm-hmm. which I did not realize that he also wrote the screenplay yep, for this yep.
1: movie. Uh does something bad happen to Mr. um Mushnik? Mr. Mushnik gets eaten Oh, by he does. The okay. Yes. okay. Yeah.
0: Technically in I think in the Broadway play everyone dies. Yes, that's right. And that was the ending for the movie originally. I I read that. That they were like, uh, the studio, like Geffen and stuff was like, you can't,
1: from what I, from what I read, they were screening it and the audiences were just absolutely loving the entire movie, all the musicals. And then when it got to the end and they stuck with the Broadway ending where, where the plant eats everybody and apparently takes over the city of New York, like all the plants do, they just went like icy cold and hated it, hated the ending. So they decided to change it to a more happy, ending where they get rid of or kill the plant or whatever written. yeah i
0: guess i guess what i had seen was that with a play you still get to see the actors afterwards like they come out and do like a bow. Yeah, so you're yeah like, you don't leave like feeling like oh that was dumb. yeah totally but dark. that doesn't happen in the movie does so it? you kind of just like watch this movie you got attached to these characters and then all of a sudden they yep, are exactly. dead at the end exactly but seymour does some pretty uh dark not things. great stuff yeah. yeah in this so he kind of was a punishment for him, I guess. But it's
1: Rick Moranis. Yeah, you can't punish True. Rick Moranis. True. And he was just doing it for the plant. I'm so glad he's coming back. Yeah, it's great.
0: I'm so happy about it. Love that guy. While we're talking about the stage play and then the original film, and we're going through credits. Okay. I want to just play the opening for the original film. Just a few. So moments this of it. is
1: the opening. The nineteen sixties. movie, okay. uh, black and white, dark comedy. Just, to, shop get a, just to get a contrast in the vibes here. Yeah. Okay.
2: Thing, working a 24-hour shift out of Homicide. And this is my workshop. The part of town that everybody knows about but that nobody wants to see. Where the tragedies are deeper, the ecstasies wilder, and the crime rate consistently higher than anywhere else.
1: Way more serious.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so it's like just a really bad black and white drawing yeah. of
1: like a uh, city. Like, yeah. Like a... It just looks like a sketch of any old city... That like you would see back in the 60s. Yeah,
0: and that's what it is. It's like, kind of like that narration. I think there's music.
1: And he even says, like, no one wants to talk about this part of town. But it didn't look that bad. They showed an arcade. Yeah. It's like How back
0: in the town, <laughs> yeah. it's got an arcade.
1: Yeah. And it's very crime noir, kind of. All right, so back to our girls.
3: I love right.
1: that part. Okay. Yeah, that part's So a great. lot
0: happened. So... Now the camera cut behind where the girls were standing, and they turn around to sing to the camera. Mister Mushnik is now behind them, still reading his paper. We see produced by David Geffen.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they did like a they did like an exit out of the main part of the shop, and the the the, the third uh, black woman that did not become famous does like a little head. <laughs>
0: <The> poor girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she does this great woo. Yeah, like a woo. Yeah, it's Let's really it's
0: a great again. part. Yeah. So now they're going, they walk through a door, they're going down to the basement. Never stop the
3: table, little little shop. Shop.
0: This poor girl gets all the soloing. Yeah. And she did not go on to do anything else. Yep.
1: And they're saying, they're saying bop Bob, you'll never stop the terror. And they keep yeah. And little shop. shop and by the way, I wonder, I, we haven't really pointed it out, but they stay in the same order the whole time too. It's, or for the most part, Tisha Campbell's always in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah interesting she's always in the middle i the, the left and right might change as far as the other two women but tisha's always in the middle
0: okay with that and like that, you that said long, the non famous no.
1: one keeps getting that that's her singing the really like uh soulful part right yeah.
0: and so they all kind of like point towards the wall and the camera pans with them. We see directed by Frank Oz, and we see to get the first shot of Rick Moranis. He's trying to adjust a
1: uh, plant on the shelf. Yeah, just a, a shelf full of plants. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's still a credit. I'm going to play this. Yeah. Do it.
3: what's going on down there? Very little, Mr. Mushnik.
1: I like that you played that part, because uh-huh. does he say, Seymour, what's going down, down there? W- what's going on down there? It sounds... I-, I listened to it, like, a hundred times. It sounds like it says, what's going down down there. Now i got to go back okay. and sing. Seymour,
3: what's going down, <laughs> down there?
1: He just said, uh, what's going on, down there? Yeah. To me, he just uh, he, just,
0: he just
3: loves... It sounds
0: uh, like, what's going down, down there? Like, down, go- down. What's going down, down there?
3: Seymour, what's going down, down there? Seymour, down there? What's
1: going, <laughs> going on?
3: <laughs> Okay.
1: It's, it's, it sounds like Down Down to me. I listened to it a hundred times. Okay. I swear. Okay, those those are
0: the
3: opening uh, not credits. Much, what you say? Not
1: much, Mr. Mushton. Very little, Mr. <laughs> Mushton. I can't get these fucking names right tonight. And that's it. Opening credits done. Those are the opening credits a yeah. so Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm.
0: Before we move on to... Our highlights and our lowlights. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience?
1: Yes. One uh-huh. thing. Uh, I did some research, as I have mentioned. Oh, that's nice of you. And I found out that there was a spinoff Child's, or children's show that came out in 1991 based on, obviously, this movie. It was only called Little Shop. I do not recall it at all. Me it, when it you was, was, sent this it, to me
0: earlier, I was like,
3: what? I
1: know. I was like, this can't be real. It was on for 13 episodes, so very short-lived. It was on Fox Kids, which is uh-huh. like a, a block of children's program program that they tried and it failed. And that with when you see this cartoon or when you watch this, you'll see why. So go ahead and play a little bit of the intro. Okay. Oh,
3: gosh. <laughs> no. You wanna go to
0: Oh no, Seymour!
3: Yep. All right, it's time for me to bust a rhyme. So sit back. Oh no! Yes, the yes. plant is rapping.
1: Yes, uh, you, you can stop it there. <laughs> okay. So, so Seymour, the character Rick Moranis on the kids show, he's a 13 or 12 year old or whatever he's, a, and he is fr- he is friends with the Venus flytrap. In the kids show, the Venus flytrap is not as terrifying as in the movie. It doesn't eat blood, but it is it does have a hunger, apparently, but he feeds it plant food or whatever. And it, it it's very urban. It wraps. Yeah, well, Seymour has got a backwards half yes, on, he's, cap on. He's, he's like
0: working. in an urban... He looks like Squints from uh, Sandlot. Yeah,
1: totally. And uh, yeah, so there you go. And uh, his name is Junior. I'm sorry, the Venus Flytrap's name is Junior. Instead of, instead of Audrey, he goes by Junior. So it, it's very strange. It's, that
0: is... I've never
1: even heard of this yeah. cartoon. Thirteen episodes. I didn't episodes. even know
0: they made a cartoon. This little shop, wrong.
1: little shop. And by the way, the other weird thing is the women uh, in the movie are flowers, and on the so that there was them singing. They were the flowers <laughs> singing. Little shop, little shop. Yeah, like who thought this was a good idea? Who was like, I mean, I guess maybe you watched the movie, so maybe you would want it. But I if mean, you liked the movie, why would you want a kids' show like this? It's very strange. The movie was like
0: it it made a profit but it wasn't considered a success. Yeah,
1: that's true. I think it, I think it was it was made for 25 million, which was actually pretty expensive at the time. Yeah. And it made 39 million. So yeah. not like a it was It was the thing.
0: most expensive movie Warner Brothers had ever produced at, at, at the time, time. Yeah. Even more than Aliens, at, wow. which was 18 million. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Budgets God, have changed. Totally.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's crazy, like that's right? like a just nothing for a movie today.
0: That's one actor's paycheck.
1: Right, right. That's crazy. Just play a little a couple more seconds of that rap. Come on, just
3: a couple more. Until for a while, I'm coming at you like Tombstone. So get ready for a funny bone overload. That's a little shot, <laughs> yeah, That's boy. He says, yeah, boy. I can't.
1: It's it's the most cliched, like stereotypical rap too for the early '90s. I can't. Okay. It's hilarious.
0: Um, should we pick our highlights and lowlights yeah, yeah, yeah. from the opening Let's credits? Do Let's do it. Okay. What was your absolute favorite moment of the opening credits?
1: Ah, uh, my absolute favorite moment was kind of a series of moments. It's Tisha Campbell's over exaggerated like faces, especially when they're on the street and they do that little uh there's like a part where they do like a spin. I really like that spin. Just it she just looks so like animated and hilarious. Like it's funny. And you know a little sexy as well. Oh man. So yeah, a little a little highlight there. All right. Real high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just cut
0: you off here by telling you my favorite moment okay, let's of yours. the credits. It's when the space that we're seeing at the beginning, like that whole setting, ends up being a puddle. A puddle, that's of, cool. I think it's a cool transition. It, it really is. Yeah. It, it
1: definitely it definitely tricks you. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um,
0: I'll just skip into my least favorite yeah, moment of the it. opening yep. credits. Now that I know the lyrics and look them up, here it comes, baby. Tell the bums, baby. <laughs> I just can't. I don't. I, no. I
1: That's not very nice. That might
0: be why I said bitch earlier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're so upset. Listen, it was 86. all right. You could say bums back then. Mine is. I just don't like the rhyme. Mine is technically right outside of the credits at the end. But I I'm glad you played it because
3: Seymour, what's going down down there? <laughs> I I didn't
1: I, I thought maybe I missed a joke like <laughs> down down there like is that a thing in the movie like why why did, he definitely says down down there all right I'm sticking to it okay So that's my least favorite part okay which brings us to our special part yeah would these credits be better with a lion Gary that was for tisha campbell actually gary Rawr. it's like you don't
0: listen to the episodes you don't have to
1: roar. i don't listen to the episodes okay I, wait these are online yeah <laughs> these are available to listen to you don't have to roar there's a lion roar
0: Rawr. Rawr. okay
3: Rawr. all right gary uh,
0: i think uh yes these credits would 100 be better with lion mm-hmm. i want a fourth member in that girl group oh wow you're going and big. That fourth member should be a live lion.
1: Okay, okay. But I want it
0: like I want. Is it wearing? Is it yes. dressed? Is it
1: dressed like uh, no. at the Levi Stubbs at the Oscars? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the no, pink? I want it matching the girls. Okay,
1: that makes sense. Yeah, yeah but it's just lion. Mine is way quicker. My idea. Uh, I want the lion to take the place of the black kitty, but to be a black lion because we haven't had a black lion yet. So I want it to be a black lion, like Scar, kind of like in in Lion King. But like, okay. Wait, he was going to like brown, reddish? Yeah, but he had like a black mane. So I want like a, I want like a, bl- a black lion. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, like, a, like, a, like a creepy black cat, but a black lion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's me. So, oh, and by the way, yes, better with the lion, of course. Of course. Oh, always better Definitely. With the line. Always Definitely. better than the island. Okay. Uh, I want to run through just a couple more
0: fun facts I have. So the musical set the box office record for highest grossing off-Broadway show of all time. Oh, wow. While we were talking about how the movie did box office wise and how the cartoon did uh ratings wise yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so i mentioned that the giant audrey 2 took 55 puppeteers the final one in the movie they just used the previous one and they made a smaller flower shop because it cost oh, us okay. to make the flower shop smaller than it did to make a whole That's larger pump, uh, yeah. puppet.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, but I have, a,
0: I have a little clip from the making of, which I'll post to uh, CreditscorePodcast.com.
1: Yeah, we, post, we post all the links on our, our notes and whatnot. Uh, just a little clip of Rick
0: Moranis talking about it, and when you, see, you get a shot of the puppeteers okay. all controlling it. It's crazy. In many of the different phases that the plant is in, when I first start working with the plant, it's this big, and by the end, it's 15 feet tall. And there are 50 people operating it.
3: Oh <laughs> my god!
0: <laughs> so there's just clips of all these people pushing levers. It was like, so
1: ridiculous. There's so many. Good lord! There's like
0: 15. And also, if you in that clip, this is it's a really fun like making of to watch uh-huh. uh, because of all the puppets and stuff. But. If you listen to that clip, he's singing very slow. Like, you don't, they couldn't move the puppet's mouth fast enough. To lip sync. So while they were, yeah. yeah, they had to record slowly, and they sped it up for the movie.
1: And so Rick Moranis is lip syncing really slow, too. Apparently, it's right. to match the mouth of the plant. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man, what a what a, what a marvelous little uh, magic trick they did in this film. Film magic, you know? It's It's just incredible stuff. Holds up, I'm it telling really does. You. All right, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna give it a watch. Yeah. Okay. Before, After I watch Friday Night Lights, we the get entire in, season or series, because of uh, Last Week's podcast. Just you know,
0: go like lock yourself in a room. I, I, I would love get to do through that. Friday Night I Lights. Absolutely. And love get to through. A little you know, somebody horse. at work
1: today was like mentioned they had the coronavirus or something. I was like, I would take a little bit of coronavirus to get quarantined for a couple of weeks. As I, long as I I, I would support you long, getting coronavirus. <laughs> 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 I mean, as long as I, you know, I come through. You know, it's all right
0: couple more things before we get into the treats portion of this podcast. This this has all
1: been a treat to me.
0: This is the only movie where Steve Martin and Bill Murray appear together, huh? which is
1: crazy. You would think they would be in a bunch of movies together. But then there's... Yeah, that's true. That is weird. But then there's the Steve Martin and uh, John Candy connection, Plains, Trains, and Automobiles. You got Bill Murray and Rick Moranis. Yep. Ghostbusters. You got John Candy and Rick Moranis in Spaceballs. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover with with these guys. So that's cool.
0: And one of the reasons this popped back into my mind to do these credits was that it was recently announced just last month that a remake is being made. Really? Yeah,
1: which is upsetting. Well, uh, I mean, think about it. 1960 was the first one. Yeah. 86, so 26 years later. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Come on. It's be be like
0: positive. Be those, positive. Yeah, it's just such a good movie. I know. As you're, is. you're right. You're right. Um, so, in talks, Taron Egerton to play Seymour. Uh, from uh, <laughs> from Rocket Man, I don't know. Scarlett Johansson to play Audrey,
1: eh. and I don't Bill, like I don't Billy, like any of this casting.
0: Billy Porter
1: to be the voice of Audrey Two of the plans. All right, That's fine, I guess. It's just like why would Scarlett Johansson? Isn't I don't know. Whatever, whatever. I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna bite my tongue like uh, Bill Murray in the dentist scene when he's got the when Steve Martin has his
0: <laughs> tongue bar. his tongue clamped.
3: <laughs> 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 ah, ah.
0: Alright, treats time. So this first one I have for you is this was from Playbill, and it was Alan Macon was kind of just like breaking down some of the, the songs he's written. Okay. So he's break he broke down the the prologue, which we just went through with yeah. that song. Um so there's just a little bit of him playing it and singing it.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. It's a good thing he lets other people do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I love his uh, accent, Little Shapaharis. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Little Randy
1: Newman-esque there, Alan Mencken.
0: This next one I have for you, Gary, is oh, boy. uh
1: the kids bop version of Little Shapahara. Why Horrors. would this even because oh, it's a Halloween. Okay. I was like, why would they even have a kids bop version of this? But whatever.
0: hate it where uh where'd you hear this version gary uh in
1: hell
3: <laughs> i mean i might be hearing it in my car
1: in like five or six years it's oh god instant. i hope your kid is just it's like really into kids bob yeah i need the little shop of horror's kids bop. i, I, I don't know where would you hear that it's, it's terrible i don't know I, I don't know the old navy <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe true. all right maybe old navy especially during the Halloween season. <laughs>
0: Uh, this next one I have for you is just uh, a little piano cover. Okay, ten
1: thousand oh. views. Is it ever gonna do anything else? There it
0: is. Is it just a? Is it a cover? If you're just playing the music without someone singing
1: it, is that you're covering uh, the the music? Sure, yeah. I mean, it'd be better if somebody was singing the little shop, little shop. Maybe I'll I'll join this guy. What's his name? Little shopaharas.
0: <laughs> All right, We're and old. this last version I have for you is the marching band version. Nice. <laughs> They're playing
1: the little, little
2: ah, intro, the
1: prologue part. Okay. So this reminds me of like every once in a while you'll like see a story on like, you know, one of the sports blogs where it's like the Iowa marching band played this hilarious song. That's usually something, you know, pop culture-y. That'd be hilarious if they busted it Yeah, out. and
0: they like went into a shape of Rick Moranis or something on the field. <laughs> yeah. Rick Moranis. That would be face. very
1: interesting if they if they busted out a Rick Moranis uh uh they went and profile pick. Like, did Alan Menken, and everyone's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> or Levi Stubbs or any anybody that's not. I mean, just, I mean they if they pulled off the plant, that would be pretty sweet. That would be great. Yeah, awesome. But
0: like a football crowd with Alan Menken's face just <laughs> trying to figure out who that guy is. Is this
1: the 86 musical Alan, the guy who did the, wrote the music for? Or oh, what yeah. if they all went nuts for it? Like, yeah, that'd oh, be amazing. It's the horrors guy. <laughs> oh, he did a cover for Playbill. Of course. <laughs> I heard about this on Credit Score. That's what everybody <laughs> would be saying, of course, of course. That's it. That's all I have for you. All right, man. That was good. That was a a fun app. Yeah, it's
0: time for us to uh, score these credits. This podcast is called Credit Score Mm -hmm. and
1: we score credits. We do. We score them based on a key grip scale. Yes. Uh, Uh, We don't don't know what key grips are. We don't. We don't. We don't want to know, but we score based on a one through ten key grips. Yes. You know, some of you out there might be like, hey, why do you have ten key grips? There's only one key grip. Well, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. So what somebody, what? somebody tried to tell me that shit one time and I was like, I was like, cram it with walnuts ugly, is what I said to that person. Cram it with walnuts? Yeah, cram it with walnuts ugly. That's what it's from The Simpsons. So oh, okay. I didn't take a credit right for that. Okay. Uh, so I'll go ahead and go first. His credits are very good, very fun. I really don't have any problem with them whatsoever. They're pretty great. They're pretty great. Um they introduce the story. They introduce the feeling of it it's musical the the women who are prevalent throughout the the singers they're actually pretty close to like perfect yeah but i don't really like them that much to give them a 10 so i'm going to give them a nine i'm just i just can't give them a 10 because i don't personally don't love them like you do maybe if i'd seen the movie when i was a kid i would give them a 10 but i'm giving them a nine so okay. that's pretty high i think it's um, pretty good yeah i think so too Yeah, uh,
0: i love them mm-hmm it gets my shoulders shaking, and if it gets my shoulders shaking at the yeah at the yeah. beginning of a movie, I know I'm ready to have that's that's your for any movie on. if your shoulders are shaking no matter what if you can get my shoulders shake at the beginning of your movie you're you're getting a thumbs okay. up from me okay yeah did you know yeah it's only been this one and Sister Act two back in the habit so far <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I love the sets on this in this movie. I love this set in this sequence. Like we didn't talk too much about oh, it. Oh, real but quick, like, the, it was all filmed in England. I read, yeah, yeah which is on which a small is set, on a, yeah, on a and stage. you can tell it's like yeah. a set, but it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. with the rain and everything, and keeping them dry is so cool. Yeah, that, that part's cool. And they're amazing. The song is so catchy. I give it a nine point
1: five. Okay, what kept I, you? Well, what's I'm what's with that you point five? Perfect. Yeah, what's that point five?
0: I don't know. It's not quite there for me. I don't know. There's something Something like, missing that yeah. doesn't quite
1: click to the perfect 10 for you. Okay. Yeah. That,
0: that's it's good. It's not Sister Act 2 Back in the Habits <laughs> and credits. <laughs> that's pretty I'm much saying. it right there. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that makes it pretty easy for me. I just divide those by two. And the final credit score score for the opening credits of Little Shop of Horrors is 9.2 – Oh, sorry. Little Shop of Horrors. Harris. Hor- 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 Harris. Sorry. There uh, 9.25 key grips. Nice. One of our highest. Nice. One of our highest. Yeah. That's pretty good. We've had good. some high ones yeah. lately, and this yeah. is up there, and I mean, we, we, need to, we need to do a bad one soon just to, to balance things out a little bit, you know? Good Thinner. call. Yeah. You I know what? I just watched the movie... Maybe the, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, perhaps. N- absolutely really not.
0: How do you shut your mouth? That's what
1: I said bitch for earlier. That. <laughs> it was a preemptive bitch. I yeah. just
0: watched The Fanatic
1: on Prime. Oh, nice. Recently. With John Travolta. The, Those the, the, might be credits we should do. The Fred Durst movie? Yes. Is yes. there actually an opening credits that that's like interesting? It's the opening of the movie, but it's, okay, it's okay. worth doing. Oh, my God. Maybe we should consider to do that every once in a while. All right. Credits. Let's put that in, our, in our, our queue. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's it. Uh, as we that's mentioned... It. All these clips that we just played and stuff, all these videos, we like the, the credits will be up there too. Yep. Uh, creditscorepodcast.com. They're in our Apple notes,
1: you know, wherever you can click on them there. And we have some uh, desks coming up in the next couple of weeks,
2: we so stay
3: do. tuned. We, we have some,
1: uh, some friendly uh, third chair people joining yep. us. Yep. Looking forward to that. We're gonna do maybe one of my favorites coming up with it with our guests. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows, I should yeah, say. Me too. Um, and what else we have on tap? A, a very oh, we have a we have Hollywood royalty on the way.
0: Yeah, and uh, the oldest oldest movie we've done.
1: Yes, so far. Yes, definitely it easily linked, linked to the Hollywood royalty there. Uh-huh. So a little teaser there for you, and uh, that's it, man. That's all I have to say. You know, I'm Hollywood royalty, right? No, you're not. No, I'm not. No, you um, you 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 had a uh, a bit part you you got roughed up in boy meets world by uh one of the lead characters that does not make you Hollywood royalty that's pretty right? much that's like uh listen I was a background actor it's me
0: and Laura Dern. <laughs>
1: that's true. Uh all right so all I have to say is hey
3: what's going on what's going down, down there Save <laughs> please,
1: please 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 if you've enjoyed
0: listening to this podcast if you're uh, if you're a regular and you haven't left a review for us uh, we are very angry at you. Yeah. Um, that, that's that might true. have been why I said bitch earlier. That's true. Another, another, a five star review. Yep. It helps us out a lot. Um, Gary, if people want to follow you uh, between episodes, where can they follow you? Hit
1: me up on Twitter, Dudak Attack, mm-hmm. uh, if you want some, uh, some likes and some retweets and whatnot. Uh, Instagram, I'm GC Dudak, if you want to take a look at me and mostly my daughter pictures. Um, and I'm on uh, I'm on TikTok as well. So you're on TikTok? No, no I'm, I'm not. not. I'm not. I'm not. But one of these days, one okay. of these days, I hope to be. I hope you will get on there too. And you can follow me. On, go ahead and add me on Facebook. I don't care. I'll 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 accept your friend request. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not? There you go. Max,
3: what's going down down there? All
1: right, you can follow what's me.
3: What's going down down there, Max?
0: <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. It's ruin underscore my underscore week. Follow Max, you will, <laughs> or on Twitter Me. ruin my week. And hey, my week ruin you. Did <laughs> you can follow Biscuit? Oh yes, he's it's Biscuit's world. Biscuit is the one they should everyone. Should everyone follow. should follow Biscuit. He's yeah. been a real good boy. On tonight. Instagram, he's at it's Biscuit's world. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's it. And that's what everyone should do. That yeah. uh, hit more of that marching band on the way out for us, will you? I'm yeah. really enjoying good that. Good call.